eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the updates on the great writers we have coming up over the next few weeks. And if you want to see photos of the studio and the cocktails getting made, check out my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please leave a comment. I want to hear about the writers you want to hear on this show. I've been getting a lot of great booking ideas from you guys. Welcome to Dedicated with Doug Brunt. You have just gained access to an exclusive insider's look at the lives and works of some of your favorite authors and hear conversations with the world's greatest writers as they discuss their writing lifestyle, creative process, latest work, and behind-the-scenes revelations. Welcome to Dedicated. I'm your host, Doug Brunt, and this is a special episode of Dedicated. It's December, so it's that time of year for gift-giving and eggnog. So I'm going to do an episode here in two parts. The first part of the show, I'm going to make four book recommendations. These can be gifts to loved ones or gifts to yourselves, and I promise they are all excellent, excellent books. Then for the second part, courtesy of Simon & Schuster Audio, I'm going to play free to you on this show the prologue of The Mysterious Case of Rudolf Diesel. This story is the greatest caper of the 20th century, and that's not just me talking, that's reviews, and it will reset your understanding of the century. So please take a listen to that and enjoy. But first, the book picks. I've made one ground rule for myself with this. Because I love all the authors who've come on this show and and the authors who will come on the show in the future, as you know, nobody comes on this show whose work I don't enjoy and respect. So I don't want to pick favorites. So the books I pick here were each written by authors who are, at present, dead. So this also has the advantage, of course, that each of these books has stood the test of time. So for my first pick, The Zimmerman Telegram. This is a nonfiction book by the incredible Barbara Tuckman. She was the two-time winner of the Pulitzer Prize. She passed away in 1989 at the age of 77. And The Zimmerman Telegram was published in 1958. It tells the amazing story of a plot between Germany and Mexico that contributed to America joining World War I, even more so than the sinking of the Lusitania. The telegram in question here, the Zimmerman telegram, occurred in January of 1917, much closer to our date of entry to the war, whereas the sinking of the Lusitania was back in 1915. As a separate matter about Barbara Tuckman, she did more to establish the genre of modern narrative nonfiction than anyone else. This is the style of telling history in a novelistic way. It's a genre of which David Gran and Eric Larson are currently the category kings, but we owe it all to the queen, Barbara Tuckman. And if you like this one, then you should also check out by her The Guns of August, which tells the story of the first month of World War I, August 1914. 
in which Germany and France and everyone else realized this was not going to be a quick war. They had all believed it was going to be a matter of weeks or months. But by the end of August 1914, everyone realized they were in for a long and terrible and bloody fight. So Barbara Tuckman is pick one. On to pick number two. For this, I'm going to switch to fiction. Ragtime by E.L. Doctorow. Doctorow passed away in 2015 at the age of 84. I actually had the pleasure of meeting him at a book party he hosted in 2014 for his last novel called Andrew's Brain. And it's actually where I met Lee Child for the first time at that party. But Ragtime is his real masterpiece. It was published in 1975. It was adapted for a 1981 film and a 1998 Broadway musical. It's historical fiction set in New York City from 1902 to 1912. Historical characters who appear in the novel include Harry Houdini, J.P. Morgan, Booker T. Washington, and Henry Ford. It's just a brilliantly done novel, Ragtime, and E.L. Doctorow is really one of the all-time greats. Book pick number three. For this, I'm back to nonfiction. This is a book I've mentioned before on the show called Art and Physics by Leonard Schlein. Schlein passed away in 2009 at the age of 71. One of the things I love about this writer is that he mainly wasn't even a writer. He was a talented surgeon at the California Pacific Medical Center, but he was such a brilliant and curious person that he wrote these remarkable books, really just based on his observations of the world. And this book, at first glance, might seem a little dense, but you will immediately develop an obsession with it, as I did. The premise is that throughout history, changes in the art world have anticipated scientific discoveries. So the book takes a trip to different art movements throughout history and shows the relation to scientific discovery at that time that lagged the art changes by just a few years. So as one quick example... It shows how the techniques that Manet and Monet and Cezanne were using in their painting employed concepts that were a few years later borne out in Einstein's theory of relativity. And it shows how these artists were conceptually a little bit ahead. It's just truly a mind-blowing book that you will love, Art and Physics by Leonard Schlein. For my fourth and final book pick, a memoir called I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by the legend Maya Angelou. She passed away in 2014 at the age of 86. She actually spoke at my college one year, and so we all ran over there, and of course she was awesome. She's maybe best known for her poetry, but she's also very highly regarded for her series of autobiographies. And this one, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, is her first of these. It was published in 1969. The book tells of her early years, how she found the strength to overcome incredible adversities of racism and rape, to become a powerful, self-possessed woman. It's really an inspiring story. It's an intense read and, and an important book. So there you have my four book picks for December. And now you can settle into a real treat and get a free listen to the prologue of The Mysterious Case of Rudolf Diesel. It's the greatest story ever told, and it will change your understanding of world history over the last 120 years. So enjoy the voice of Scott Brick, otherwise known as The Golden Voice, as he reads to you the complete prologue of The Mysterious Case of Rudolf Diesel. October 11th, 1913. There was something in the water. Crew members of the Dutch pilot steamer Kurtzen approached the object that had caught their attention. There, near the mouth of the Skelt River along the eastern edge of the English Channel, in the rippling black, the men on the small vessel realized what they'd seen. 
it was a body. Though the decomposition was ghastly, the sailors noticed the fine quality of the clothing that still wrapped the body. Pulling the remains alongside the boat, they plucked four items from the pockets of the deceased before releasing the rotting corpse back into the waves. A coin purse, a penknife, an eyeglass case, and an enameled pillbox. The steamer then made its scheduled call to the Dutch port city of Lissingen, where the crew reported the discovery and turned over the items. Harbor officials immediately wondered if the report from the Kurzen could be connected to the missing person case that had been in the headlines of newspapers in every major city in Europe and America. Officials sent word to the missing man's son, who arrived in Vlissingen from Germany the next day. As soon as he saw the items, Eugen Diesel confirmed that they belonged to his father, Rudolf. Rudolf Diesel, the inventor of the revolutionary engine that bears his name, had disappeared almost two weeks earlier during an overnight crossing of the English Channel on his way from Belgium to London. The captain of the passenger ferry had reported Herr Diesel missing at sea, in international waters where there was no legal jurisdiction and no investigatory authority. Since there was no body, there had been no coroner's report. There was no trial by admiralty, nor even a company hearing. There had been no official investigation at all. No ray of light on diesel mystery. German inventor was a millionaire and his home was happy. From the front page of the New York Times, October 2, 1913. Rudolf Diesel grew up during an industrial boom. In America, it became known as the Gilded Age. In France, it was called the Belle Epoque. Economies flourished and urban centers developed at unprecedented rates. Through his childhood, Diesel witnessed this expansion from the vantage of an impoverished immigrant. His nomadic family scratched out a living in cities across Europe until a relative recognized the boy's gifted mind and offered him a hand up. At the age of twelve, Diesel took the modest opportunity for an education and made the most of it. With natural ability and the determination of the most desperate, he excelled at his studies, and by his early twenties he inhabited the most revered circle of engineers in Germany. His scientific peers were Edison, Tesla, Bell, Marconi, Ford, Einstein, the Wright brothers, names that would achieve cultural immortality. These geniuses delivered innumerable advances in science, spawned new industries, and destroyed existing ones, have been the subject of books, films, and other tributes, and have been the shoulders upon which countless others have stood. Yet, Rudolf Diesel is missing from this list. Throughout history, the world has often adopted technological advances in ways the inventor never imagined, and certainly never intended. The advances wrought by Diesel and his contemporaries changed their world from a place of decentralized rural economies to a place of mass industry, from the age of steam power to the age of oil, from battles fought at close range between men bludgeoning each other to mechanized warfare. 
as empires, both political and corporate, applied revolutionary technologies to accelerate their advance. The unintended consequences of an inventor's brainchild could wreak havoc and terror. In the time before diesel's engine became ubiquitous, the great battleships such as the British Dreadnought and the great passenger ships like the Lusitania and Titanic were equipped with steam engines. The steam technology pioneered by James Watt was as old as America and was the genesis of the Industrial Revolution. Shipbuilders installed a giant boiler filled with water, a coal-burning furnace stoked by teams of men to turn the water to steam. The steam pressure turned the gears of the engine, and finally, a chimney and funnel that released black towers of smog from the coal furnace. It was rudimentary technology. A ship raising steam from the cool water in the boiler of an idle engine took hours to get underway, and the tons of coal needed to feed the furnace took up valuable cargo space. The dozens of men living on the ship to shovel the coal took up more space and needed to be fed as well. The massive and inefficient engines required the ships to hop from port to port around the globe to acquire more coal announcing their advance with a smoke-stained sky visible for a hundred miles. The diesel engine didn't require hours to boil water. It operated immediately from a cold start. Nor did it require teams of men to stoke the fires, but simply drew liquid fuel automatically from a tank. The compact engine had no boiler, no furnace, nor chimney apparatus at all. Diesel burned a viscous fuel that had no fumes, was safe to store, and the engine consumed its fuel so efficiently that a ship could circumnavigate the globe without stopping to refuel, and it did so with no discernible exhaust to give away the ship's presence on the horizon. What's more, the fuel for a diesel engine came from the natural resources that were abundant nearly everywhere. Diesel's design was a quantum leap forward in humankind's ability to convert a substance into power. His engine became the most disruptive technology in history. Diesel intended for his compact, safe, and efficient engine to lift up rural and urban economies alike, to do the work previously done by the backs of men, to advance the quality of life for all. But. His intention was not to be. When Rodolf Diesel went missing in 1913, the major newspapers from New York to Moscow ran front-page stories about the great scientist's disappearance. Though suicide by drowning was the working theory, the press also advanced the theory of foul play and named two of the most famous men on the planet as the prime suspects. One theory pointed to the German emperor, Kaiser Wilhelm II, and his agents, hypothesizing that the Kaiser was so enraged by Diesel's rumored business dealings with the British that he had ordered the inventor's murder. One headline read, Inventor thrown into the sea to stop sale of patents to the British government. The other high-profile person who some suggested could be behind Diesel's death was the world's richest man, John D. Rockefeller. 
Rockefeller and his cohorts viewed diesel's revolutionary technology, an engine that didn't require gasoline or any product derived from crude oil, to be an existential threat to their business empires. Another headline claimed that Rudolf Diesel was murdered by agents from big oil trusts. In death, Rudolf Diesel, the genius inventor, was at the center of a great mystery. Only one year earlier, in 1912, major figures on the world stage had lauded the emergence of Diesel's game-changing technology. Thomas Edison pronounced the diesel engine one of the great achievements of mankind. Winston Churchill, an early admirer and advocate of diesel motors, declared a new class of diesel-powered cargo ship to be the most perfect maritime masterpiece of the century. Now, Rudolf Diesel, the man whom the famed British journalist W.T. Stead described in 1912 as the great magician of the world, was gone. In an industrial age, nothing moves without a motor. It is the beating heart of nations, and no inventor was more disruptive to the established order than Rudolf Diesel. The terrible irony is that Rudolf Diesel abhorred the societal evolutions that his engine wrought. He opposed economic centralization to urban centers. He despised global dependence on the oil monopolies, and he loathed mechanized warfare. His aim from the start had been to invent a compact and economical source of power to revitalize the artisan class and liberate the factory workers of the industrial age. He envisioned an engine that burned the natural resources that nearly all countries possessed, and did so cleanly, ridding the earth of smogging pollutants. The story of Rudolf Diesel's effort to change the world is one of the most important of the 20th century, yet most people know little about it. His engine has persisted and thrived through the decades, and, incredibly, the fundamental concept of the engine's design is practically the same today as the engine Rudolf first unveiled in 1897. But the man seems deliberately scrubbed from history so much so that diesel is often misspelled with a lowercase d. When has Ford been spelled with a lowercase f? Chrysler or Benz? Today, people around the world pass within a few yards of the word diesel many times each day. Written on the side of a passenger train, a marine engine, at a fueling station, or on one of the 500 million diesel motor vehicles traveling the roads. Ward's Auto estimates there were 1.4 billion automobiles in the world as of 2020. Approximately 35% of these are diesel. This excludes off-road and heavy machinery, almost all of which are powered by diesel. But few know that the word refers to a person. That he started out an impoverished immigrant that he seized a sliver of opportunity to escape London's slums, that he believed in the rigors of capitalism and also stood for peace, equality, the artisan class, a clean environment, and humane working conditions in an era of increasing exploitation. 
that he believed an engineer had a dual role as both a scientist and social theorist. Diesel's genius set him on a collision course with an emperor and a tycoon. The result of this collision changed the course of the Great War and the fate of the modern world. Yet history has failed to recognize that these figures are intertwined. Four people are key to understanding the quarter century leading up to the Great War. John D. Rockefeller, Kaiser Wilhelm II, Winston Churchill, and, overlooked until now, Rudolf Diesel. By walking the paths of these men in the decades before the war and connecting facts previously thought to be unrelated, a shroud of mystery dissolves to reveal the truth about Rudolf Diesel's fate. On September 28, 1913, the day before he disappeared, Diesel penned a letter to his wife, Marta. In his final hours before boarding the passenger ferry Dresden bound for London, he wrote, Do you feel how I love you? I would think that even from a great distance you must feel it, as a gentle quivering in you as the receiver of a wireless telegraph machine. One day later, Diesel was gone. While his disappearance and the eventual discovery of his body were front-page news for a time, earth-shaking events were unfolding that would push all else aside. It was the eve of a global conflict that would see 32 nations declare war and claim 40 million casualties. Investigators ceased to pursue the peculiar actions of the players involved in Diesel's last days. The press failed to resolve the conflicting news reports in the weeks after his disappearance. The outbreak of brutal calamity only months after Diesel's presumed suicide demanded attention to the exclusion of nearly everything else. And the world forgot about Rudolf Diesel. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 